Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Rich Dotson. He's Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. He's Garrett Price. Hey, how's it going? And we are entering the final week of the fantasy football season if you have a 16 playoff. Yes. Which most teams do. Most dynasty leagues have a 16 playoff. E- even if you have an 18, it's this week, this coming week too. As well. Yeah. Correct. It's only if you have a four where it wouldn't. I'm not a big four team playoff guy. I'm I'm torn on it because the argument can be made, right? Because it is a little odd where you know you you half the teams make the playoffs. Like that's that's more NBA style than NFL style. But in Dynasty, you get the first two teams get a buy right. first of all, and right. then like it's more or less so it's like that wild card round. And in Dynasty, you get a little bit more of the uh, top heavy uh, teams where it was just four. Like you know, just God, I was, like you work so hard See, for it. My home league is a ten team league. Well, and we have six. Oh, no, we still have six. Might as well have ten. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, guys. Come on. This is a little rough. So I'm, I'm trying to like talk them down to maybe five where we would do, because we have divisions. So like the top overall seed gets a buy. Yeah. And then then you would have, yeah, you'd make it work from there. As, how? Well, you would do two two from each division. <laughs> two, each, two from each division. Yes. One, the highest one overall would get the buy. Then the the last one, the wild card, would be highest point total, regardless of record, would be the last one to get in. So there would still be six teams. No, there'd be five. One buy. A one buy. And that's one of the four that. And then two division winners. Why do you keep adding stuff? <laughs> You're making this harder than it needs to be. He's talking about division. He's talking about arithmetic. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I've had math class in thirty years. But if you only got f- four teams playing. And then one team on by. Are you about to scissor yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then you have the three teams left after that five team thing. And you still have that. Well, that's true. That's, like, that's how I'm trying to figure out how that. That's, gotta, that's what you're saying. It's okay. got to be six. It's got to be an even number. It can't, it can't be five. Unless that team just gets by all the way to the championship. They just get, they just the number the one seed just goes to the championship. That's, that's true. I guess. See, I was thinking because the NFL, how do they do it now? Because they have there's a, like a, there's like a proper wild card. I mean, they get wild cards seven teams because yeah. seven teams one one team gets a buy now. Yeah, and that's it. And all I don't right. like seven teams by the way either. In NFL yeah. either. But my like Browns that. are currently the seventh seed, so, so I'll take I'm it. a big fan at the moment. <laughs> I'm still not a big fan, but uh, I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> I'll take whatever I can get uh, to get my team in the playoffs. I've only seen it twice in the last thirty years, but hey, yeah, story of my life. So, yeah, it's the last week of the regular season, all the work. Uh, some teams are now just fighting for high draft picks. Some teams are, you know, inching, trying to get in there. They're, I'm in, and I'm in 30 dynasty leagues, but in all 30 of those, I think there's only maybe one league I'm in where the top six are already locked up their uh, playoff spot and mm-hmm. the bottom six are done. So a lot of close situations. We were talking about that before, like you're trying to inch your way in and we're like, you should probably inch your way out. Um, <laughs> you know, so I... I, I was saying in the beginning of the year, I feel pretty good about making the playoffs in probably about 90% of my leagues this year. 90%. That's a pretty good number. Still undefeated in my high stakes league. 13 0. If you, if you can make it at like a 65, 70% rate, that's good. So yeah. 90%, that's that's a good number. I don't really care about that, though, to be honest with you. It's, it's about the ships. I just care about the ships. It's about the ships. I think I won three or four ships last year, which is, and I love, you know, my favorite thing was when people tell me, they're like, dude, you're in 20 dynasty leagues. Of course, you know, you win four. I'm like, I'd like to see you join 20 dynasty leagues right. and win manage them ships. all well and, and yeah, win four tough. ships. Yeah. So my goal is to win four. Teen. Five. Teen. All <laughs> I really want to win my high stakes one and I want to win our original dynasty league. Those are my two uh, number ones. And I actually joined another high stakes league this year. Oh boy. Uh, it was a startup. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping. I, w- I want to win the, uh, the FFPC fantasy pros league. Uh, I I just did one entry, but uh, but I'm in the playoffs. Are you? That's the one for the cash. That's right? the one for for a milli. Nice. So if you win a milli, telling me there's a chance. Can I have a job? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Personal foot masseuse. Score. Even though to be fair, uh, I know somebody that won like that amount of money once. And it's 
once you pay taxes, <laughs> you get like half of it and all that. Like you get less. <laughs> like I'd be doing like, yeah, whatever. Which is ridiculous. The fair was like a lottery kind of. It was really ridiculous. I mean, it was still a lot of money. It was sure. like almost five hundred thousand dollars. Right. But like, once you buy a house or something like a right. It's not, it's, it makes life better a hundred percent, but it wasn't like, Oh, you know, no more working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is 1962 maybe, but now it's like, man, I could, I could go grocery shopping six times. That's the way it is. So what you have to do is take a half a million dollars and put that all into developing your time machine and then take that $500,000 back in time. There you go. Boom. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. I'm full of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way it's going to work, Rich. It's the only way it's going to work. Hot so, tub time machine. As we sit here in the final week of the regular season, this if I don't know how everybody else runs their leagues in, in all our leagues that we run, our play our trade deadline is up until the playoffs start because we don't like to see trades happen in the playoffs. We want you to be able one, it promotes a lot of trades when you have a deadline like that up until the playoffs where people feel Things like are starting to heat up, right? Yeah, in all our leagues right now. And it just so happens, which is crazy, mm-hmm. that we twice we said, "Wow, this is a really good week for injuries." By you know, even though we did say this past but week, we said we're not bad. saying that. Which in turn, we basically still said it. But we kind of admitted it was probably gonna be a bad week then this yeah. week. And here we are. Uh, a lot this of people. Are in, but with with injuries, and the reason we talk injuries early too is because it's not just about the injured player itself and their dynasty value. It's what's behind there and what's the sure. opportunity. Is there opportunity for growth, uh, point values, fantasy football, uh, you know, ADP jumps, anything. Sure. To see, like, guys like Parker Washington have a chance to come out and make some big-time catches. He did look pretty good. Uh, A player like a Jake Browning coming out into his second start and dealing versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Couldn't miss. Versus a really good defense. Uh, His accuracy was nuts. He looked really good. Good enough where he should Definitely leave the Bengals next year and go fight for a starting job. Yeah, for one of those fringe, like, yeah. There's a ton of teams that need quarterbacks. I could think of a couple where, you know, he'd sure be have a good spot in New England. I mean, great, Jay, great spot take, in New York Jets right now. If you could say, hey, both these guys are free agents right now, Mac Jones and Jake Browning, who are you taking? Oof. Hey, Dynasty nerds, it's time to take your Dynasty game to the next level with FFPC's Dynasty Startup Leagues. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started, FFPC has a league for you with entry fees ranging from $100 up to $5,000. Choose from a variety of formats, including Superflex, Best Ball Superflex, Triflex, 1QB, and Standard. With weekly lineups, waivers, trades, head-to-head matchups, and playoffs, FFPC's fully managed leagues provide the ultimate dynasty experience. Most importantly, the leagues are here to stay. FFPC has never had a dynasty league fold. They manage the entire commissioner experience from buy-in management to fulfilling your orphans. FFPC is perfect place to expand your dynasty league portfolio. And here's the best part. As dynasty nerds listener, you can get $25 off any entry fee as a new member when you use the promo code NERDS. Head over to myffpc.com now to draft your team, manage your roster, and dominate your league with FFPC. That's myffpc.com. Promo code NERDS for $25 off any entry fee for new members. FFPC, where dynasty dreams become a reality. I mean... I already know one sucks, so at least give me the chance that the other might not suck. That's the way it works out. <laughs> That's the way it works out. So, a lot to go on. So, we're going to, uh, as we inch, inch closer to the regular season, our in-season content is going to slowly start to change here uh, to our off-season content because there is no off-season in Dynasty, but you know how we're going to do with our teams after that. And then we're only a couple months away before we dive into our annual rookie uh, talk is where we really thrive. That's our right. If you're new listening, uh, you have a lot to be excited for. I would put our dynasty, I would put our rookie analysis against anybody else in the business. And that could be Mel Kuyper, um, anybody out there at all, Matt Miller, anybody in uh, our nerd score kind of helps with that as well. But our rookie analysis, and, you know, nobody's hundred percent like the guy who got hurt this week. I said, tank Dell was off my board uh, at one <laughs> point and boy, was I wrong on that guy. But you know, Until you now. Well. So let's dive into some of these injuries. Yeah. Dank Dell. Dank Dell. Let's get into it. Yeah, man. Fractured his fibula. Ooh. I mean, nothing like putting a tumbleweed out there to block for you. 
on the goal line, no less. So that was. Did you guys see that play? Interior. I did. Yeah. Like, I was watching a lot. It wasn't out on the edge no. or anything, too. Like this was goal line getting dirty <sighs> at five nine, one hundred and sixty-five pounds. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's just not. That's. Who's he blocking? I don't know. Who's he blocking? The nope. ref. Nobody. Maybe ref. Nobody. Yeah, that's rough. So I mean, that that's that stinks. It's unfortunate, man, because he was it having is. a great season. Fantastic and, and, year. You know, obviously. Somebody wasn't thinking that through. Maybe you look good in practice doing it, but I mean, when it's live bullets flying, all that sure. kind of stuff, that's that's when fibulas get broken. Nico <laughs> Collins comes out has yeah. a, monster a monster game. game. Nico Collins is something we talked about probably seven, eight weeks ago about how his value had jumped immediately. We already valued him in the first. I think it's pretty much cemented that stone oh, now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at the end of the season, that's what we'll kind of talk about as the season wraps up here too. Like players that have. ADP jumps, are they real? You know, these guys that have, where, where they finished this year, is it truth? Is it not? That's a lot to dive in for dynasty value. But I think Nico Collins is there. Tank Dell is there. But with this injury, a guy like Noah Brown mm-hmm. has a chance to reemerge, who had mm-hmm. a good rapport with CJ Stroud earlier in the year. So he's coming back from injury. And it wasn't that long ago. It was just a few weeks that he had off because of a knee injury. Sure. kind of. So uh, Noah Brown could really just hit the ground running again, I think. It'll be interesting because I'm guessing... Robert Woods would be the most likely one to take a, the most similar role uh, to Tank Dell. They don't have, like, because Noah Brown, when he came in, it was more when Nico Collins, Nico Collins was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to move things around and finagle right. it to get their, their three best receivers on the field, but they don't really have a good replacement for a Tank Dell, which no, is interesting. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, I, don't you think Noah Brown it offers a little bit more at this point than Robert Woods? I would guess so. I just don't know. I don't know how much does he play in the slot? Does he, you know, like I don't. I would have to see the snap breakdowns. Yeah, I have no no idea off the top of my head. Uh, Another guy that is interesting plays complete opposite of Tank Dell. But Xavier Hutchinson was a guy that was interesting, kind of like how Parker Washington was was interesting. We're not sure if he's ever going to play, but see what happens if he does. And, you know, he got a chance there. Xavier Washington or uh, Hutchinson could be another one to just. Keep an eye on. Might not be anything. He's a big, he'd be a big slot receiver, though. He could be a big slot receiver. Is he 6'3"? I'm just trying yeah. to go off memory. Somewhere I think, I think I so. 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", something like Move that. Move him He's out to the guy. slot or uh, out to the Z and then put uh, Noah Brown in the slot if you really want to. You could. But you also would think that Robert Woods would be savvy enough to play a slot. Being a well, and bit yeah, he's done slower. a lot of slot work over the years and stuff. So, yeah. But Tank Dell is done. Very encouraging uh, rookie season there for Tank. Texans on the rise potential playoff team, which is absolutely crazy to say. I, I don't think, I, th- I don't think they sneak their way in there, but anything is possible. Well, we were talking about them as a potential, like what if they have the number one overall pick? Like, you know, they were a team in the, in the preseason. Nowhere. That, nowhere close to that now, right? Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no more even remotely. It's, it's the Panthers. The Panthers are going to have no doubt. The, the, the worst record, which means the bears will have the number one overall pick. Cause with Arizona, Arizona won this week. Yep. And so really the only one that could even have a chance would be New England. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, the Panthers have one, Patriots have two. And, and then everybody the, else then is three and up, right? Cardinal, Cardinals have three, and it, then Commanders four, Titans four, Jets maybe four. Maybe the Panthers – the Patriots aren't winning anything. A game again. Maybe the Panthers just sneak into a win? Maybe. maybe. I still don't know if that would guarantee New England number one. Listen, Bill Belichick – is really good at defense. I, they're yes. like his, historically bad on offense. I think it's been like three games in a row where they've scored, they've held the opponents to 10 or under points and they've lost all three. So they're, they're like on a historically first ever. Yeah. Horrible run there. So the Patriots could back into another win and it's not like Bill Belichick's. Well, it doesn't help that their best offensive weapon got hurt too. Well, we'll talk about that. Oh yeah. I'll talk about that. So <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. So Noah Brown, Nico Collins, uh, I would, if you're, Say Nico Collins is not, I'll, I'll reiterate this, Nico Collins is not on a contender this year. I would have, I now the price would go up. Would, would you pay a first and a second for Nico Collins? Yeah. Or is that too much? And it's no. a strong receiver class. He, he's he's shown everything I needed to see from him. Uh, I would be I would be fairly surprised if they used a top draft pick on a receiver. I think that they have a lot of other needs, uh, offensively, defensively. Uh, I could see him going after a tight end if Schultz walks. But at this point, with all of their other needs and how well Tank Dell, uh, which by all reports, this is a, a devastating injury, but he should come back and no lingering effects. Like So he right. should be himself again next it's year. It's the tiny bone in your leg. Yeah. It's not even the big one. Right. So know? so with, with him and Nico, I think they've really established themselves. Will they take somebody in the second or the third? Maybe. But I would be surprised at this point if they take a receiver in the first round. I would as well. 
Uh, they still because they still have the Browns' yeah. first round pick. And yeah. we we were talking earlier in the year about him maybe getting like a Marvin Harrison, right? And like sure. reuniting, but they're way out of that realm now. Not right? even close with, with all the wins that they have. Oh, we got this lock it up. Marvin Harrison Jr. will be an Arizona Cardinal. It does feel that way. Well, unless Cardinals keep winning, yeah, it's it's tough to say. Cardinals have three wins. There, I mean, I mean, just don't go to Bill Belichick. And they're yeah, no kidding. Oh, they're you, taking they're taking a quarterback. They are. They're, they that's are. without Drake May or Caleb Williams will be a New England Patriot. Yeah, I agree. They so, have to. They have to. I can't wait. That it's gonna be very interesting this offseason to see what happens, like with the Bears and Justin Fields. Like it, that, it is one of the biggest storylines. I mean, that is that's huge. I mean, they're already talking about the coach possibly being let go, and there's being you know. Interest in, in Eric Bieniemy, yeah. So I mean, the, the, they've almost almost kind of already fired him, right? I mean, like they got, yeah, they're, they're floating this stuff out there. They're kind the, of once Joe Josina Anderson says, "Hey, yeah, they may have interest in this coach." You're like, "Oh yeah, he's gone." Yeah, see you later. Uh, the the interesting part, like Debro put out a good tweet today talking about how good Justin Fields has been as a passer. Yeah. You know, since since the, the first few weeks were a nightmare, like everything that could go wrong. But since then. He's been very efficient, like a lot of things in the top seven, top eight uh, in the league. So he's he's been a very good and efficient passer. And and despite that fact, there's still going to be all this conjecture and and, and everyone's going to be talking about whether or not they keep him or not. Yeah. Or, the, the good news is I feel like at this point he's shown enough that he will be a starting quarterback for someone next year. I agree with – well – what if something silly happens and they just draft a guy and keep him? And keep just – oh, my gosh. That no, would that be sick. That would make me sick. Why? It's, Teams do dumb things. Bad business. Teams do. Why is it bad business? See the. Problem, Have you seen all the injuries in the NFL this year to the quarterback? That, and you're going to tell me it's too, bad business to draft a guy? Too much value. Go sign Joe Flacco. <laughs> so my team did. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. Even though the, the counter argument is, I'm with you. Like I think it would be silly to move away from Justin Fields. Like if I was Ryan Pace, I would trade the number one overall pick and get a haul just like he did last year. Get, get some a offensive haul. linemen, some defensive players. Yeah, and just get a whole bunch of more draft. Like really build around this team. You know, he has a really good port with DJ Moore. It's just when you have the rookie quarterback. What's their other? What is their other pick? What, who else do they have picks from? Their, their own, own pick. Oh, their so own it's pick. their own right. pick. So and that'll probably be somewhere like four to ten. And then they'll have probably the number one or number. They're two at eight overall. right now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the big thing there is it's not just it's not wouldn't be Justin Fields. It would be even if they think Caleb Williams is as good as Justin Fields, is you just want the rookie contract. You get three extra years. You get the rookie contract, and it helps you really build a really good team. Mm-hmm. And that really does because if he, if that quarterback hits in year three, year four. That's about a three-year window to build a really strong Super Bowl caliber this is, team. This is your is this three? This is his third season. Yeah. Yep. So, so they, they so they, have, they would have two more years potentially. After this. Yeah, potentially two more years with them. So they have plenty of time. But they but they got to decide after they have to pick it up the fifth year. They got to pick it up this year. Yep. And I think that's a no-brainer. I I think so too. I think no matter what, you pick it up, and then even if you draft somebody, you got him on your roster. You can back him up with a young stud that sits for a few, bit and then trade him. That's why is that bad business, Rich? Because they they might they might also just, uh, like a, you pick the fifth year option as well, sure. like changing Justin Fields. Like they'd still be able to get a haul for Justin Fields, it's not as much as the number one overall pick, but still get a haul. That's what I mean. Like you you pick him fifth, and then you draft a guy. You hold both guys. You let that rookie kind of develop a little bit. Maybe maybe you trade Justin Fields would, after the year, or maybe you trade him I, in week eight. I'm pro like letting some even top five picks yeah. a quarterback like I'm pro letting him sit I think we've seen a lot of good things come from that but the NFL just rarely operates that way anymore no I, I agree almost never the Packers the Packers did it and, and Mahomes and, and Mahomes those are the last two ones last two teams that did it and before that it was the Packers again yeah. with Aaron Rodgers and all those quarterbacks panned out yeah and there have been some examples of guys that haven't but as far as like legit first round quarterbacks most of them have looked pretty good after sitting for yeah you're right Desmond Ritter sat for a year Legit, Yikes. legit. So, uh, <laughs> next injury on the list here: Trevor Lawrence has an ankle sprain, which is it looked way worse at the it time did. of the game. He was mad. He was frustrated. This, was they're not upset. even ruling him out for this week coming up. He's not playing this. He's week. probably not. Ankle he's probably not. Do you remember earlier in the year though when he sprained his knee and and, and he figured out and a way he played yeah. that same week? They they braced and he him had up. a lot of like rushing yards. Yeah. That game but he's they, not facing Cleveland's defensive line either. That next week, I I mean, has Cleveland's defensive line been any good the past? Two, three weeks? Yeah. Outside this week when Miles Garrett was hurt and didn't record any tackles for the first week, time in his week before career. that, when he got hurt, he was no good either. The line was no good either. Listen, 
If you're gonna talk negative about the Browns, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna talk. Okay. I already have enough. To I'm gonna talk going on my truth <laughs> about the Browns. They, their defensive line hasn't been very good the past two weeks. I'm not worried about that. If I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm worried about if my ankle feels okay. I'm worried if he can move left and right. So, but they lose him. They lose Christian Kirk. Kirk uh, has had a core muscle surgery. He's gonna get surgery. He's gonna be out for the year. So with him being gone, it's, it's likely out for the, the rest of the year. At right? least fantasy. Yeah, year for the fantasy year. He's getting surgery. He's. They said. I think they said if they made the Super Bowl, he can come back is what right, it was. Right. It was a Super Bowl. So, uh, you obviously, is good news for Evan Ingram. It should be a bump to Zay Jones now as mm-hmm. well. If you have Jay Jones out there, it might be one of those, like, if you need a receiver for a sneaky 12 to 13 point kind of game mm-hmm. guy out there that you can probably get for relatively cheap, Zay Jones would fall into that uh, line and pretty For cool. what it's worth, I mean, it's one game, but Parker Washington – Filled that role flawlessly. Yeah. Like he just really stepped like in and got the same type of production you would have expected out of Christian Kirk. Yeah. And I was going to ask, what what does this do to Calvin Ridley? Because he only does well when all three of those guys are on the field. But with, with, but with Parker Washington kind of filling that exact same role, I think he should be fine, right? You would think. We'll, I mean, we'll see. Cut, we'll see how it goes. That they're similar. Catch by Parker was fantastic. They're similar players. Great concentration. I mean, I mean Kirk and, and Washington. Right? Yeah. I mean, so it's. It's understandable that he can just kind of walk right into it. I, I know Parker Washington, he didn't do the best as far as like the combine numbers. But once again, we've talked about it so many times. Combine oh, yeah. numbers are super overrated. Uh, but he he did get a decent nerd score for me. Uh, kind of going back to that. Uh, he had he had a 71.5. So he was in a similar range for me. I have him just below Jalen Hyatt and Marvin Mims. And I had him just above Trey Palmer. So do you have his measurables there? I don't have him there, but I, he wasn't big. It was like, it was like a five ten, uh, but he was a little thicker. He was though. like two hundred pounds, so right? From, he was built more like a running memory. back. That, that's what my memory was. He's five ten, two hundred one, or something. Yeah, like that. he's built more like a running yeah. back. Yeah, I want to start doing nerd score. You should, man. I want to track my stuff it, like that. Honestly, it's been that. That's been one of my favorite things is just being able to go back over the years and see like where did I hit, where did I miss, like to have guys broken out late or faded or it, it is really interesting to kind of track all of it. I already watch all the tape. You already, already the watch it all. I already watch it. I got a really good track record on these running backs. Do it. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe I will this year. So uh, Trevor Lawrence, that's good news in Superflex leagues. I have him in a league where uh, he's my last quarterback standing. <laughs> and uh, Last man standing. I was like, look at me, done for for the year. And here we are. He's not done for the year. Hopefully it's just a week because I need him because the playoffs are next Next week, I have a bye uh, in the meantime with him. So that's good news. Ramondre Stevenson for the New England Patriots. He has a high ankle sprain. He's going to miss a couple weeks. But the good news there is Zeke Elliott comes in. Uh, he gets almost all the carries. He out, yep. he out touched Ty Montgomery. Like it was like 15, yeah, 16, he'll be the guy. one. Uh, Sullivan and Zeke was heavily involved in the passing game like he normally is. Uh, ran about 21%. Uh, I got to put in a claim route, for him. You keep share. talking about him. A claim? Yeah. For Zeke? It's that 10 team league I told you about. Oh, shallow benches, baby. <laughs> uh, and Zeke looked good, man. Yeah, um, no, no doubt. He has some spring in his step. I mean, he's 28 years old. He's not like, I feel like he's been in the league long enough where he's like a 31-year-old running back. He's 28. I mean, that's that's typically where value drops off, but production doesn't always. You know, I mean, he's obviously slower than he used to be. He, 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 he has been for nights cuts in that game. Yeah. Man. Like he was getting sideways pretty quickly. He, uh, could, he could still tote the rock. Good man. Yeah. He, and, and especially for a short period of time, high ankle sprains, two to four weeks. Right. I mean, that's the kind of range. Your playoff. Your yeah. Playoff run, which is exactly your <laughs> playoff run. So it sucks for you when you got Ramondre. Well, when you got Ramondre, but. But, but if you the, got Zeke, but the good news is if you if you've got Ramondre, you don't. If you didn't have Zeke, Zeke's not a super expensive guy to go out and get because he's older. He's he's a fantastic yeah. championship team go by right now. Absolutely, and you can get him for a third round pick. Yep. I think anybody pushing for a second, I think, is probably a little hoping for. You know, that's fine. This guy a little stuff. much. That was maybe last year. Yeah, know, type a, of thing. A third round pick is is totally fair for a guy that might or he'll probably be on a roster next year, but. This is the opportunity where you you carpe diem. Yeah, carpe diem. Season. Hey, guys, let me tell you about our friends at Sleeper. Guess what? Our app is the mini is live on Sleeper right now. The Dynasty GM. You use the analyzer. You can use the the, the trade calculator. And my favorite thing is the inbox, right? Where all your trades from all your Sleeper leagues are right there. You can actually push 
trades through the actual sleeper at. And right now, we could be more excited to be partners with them. And right now, if you don't know, they are doing DFS. And I know how many people that play Dynasty play DFS as well. And right now, there's not a better place to play DFS than sleeper. They're offering up to 100 times their, your entry, the highest payout in the whole DFS market right now. You can track your fantasy players and your sleeper picks in real time. All you got to do is choose two to eight of your favorite players from pregame, live in-game, or even across different sports. Pick more or less than the predicted stats, and only on Sleeper you can get up to 100 times your payout. You can share with your friends and get rewarded together. Make sure you use that promo code NERD so our friends know that friends sent them their way. Ooh, um, <laughs> and get your deposit match and have Friendly. a good time. You know, have all your DFS, all of your fantasy leagues, and now even a Dynasty GM in one spot is fully operational inside Sleeper right now. And then when you're a NerdHerd member, you get that full access to that. And remember, you also want to download the Dynasty Nerds app because they're both in there. Check it out. Check our friend Sleeper. Check out a DFS. Use that promo code NERDS. Get your whole estate. <laughs> and he looked good. And he's going to get the carries. But more importantly, Zeke's going to be involved in the passing game. So he's going to be there and he's going to produce for you throughout this run. So if you need, even, again, even if you are okay at running backs, so you have three running backs, which is, it that's feels a, good. It's good depth. Right? Yeah, it, it feels, feels good. good. Get, pay the third. Get the guy. Get depth. Yes. I had four. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now I'm down to two because Jonathan Taylor and Andre Stevenson are out. Yep. So, I mean, it can it can happen like that. It really can. And the, if you have a trade deadline, I talk about this all the time for this week if you're a contender. So, I'm going to kind of go back to this as well is look for these are the exact kind of trades you should be making right now. Even if you don't need Zeke, don't worry about you know, pick 36 in your draft or in Garrett's dumb league 30. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to 10 team league. Don't you? It's the old one. It's, it's, yeah. It's um, the oldest one. Yeah. Get so, two more friends. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you guys you know, suck. Pick 24. Yes. It's, it's tw- tick tw- pick 24. A nice shot in the dark. It hundred percent is, but it's a shot in the dark. Pick 36 is like a shot into a black hole. <laughs> pick 48 is like a pick shot. Like you're like, Hey, I'm going to shout out to Jupiter. I hope they hear me. You know, <laughs> probably ain't going to happen. I think the black hole's farther away, but all right. Yeah, but it'll suck you in more. Okay, all right. So, gotcha. It's more sucky. So you, like, <laughs> use those picks now. Like, your focus right now is on a championship, right? Like, you're about yeah. to enter playoffs. You want to put your team in the best position possible. And it doesn't matter where your depth is right now. You still have to get through if you have a first-round bye. You have two more weeks. You have three more weeks, four more weeks here to get through this season. If you're going to win a championship, you got to win for four more weeks, mm-hmm. essentially here. And anything can change at any week, like this week, you can lose two running backs, two quarterbacks at any time. So to add a guy like Jake Browning to your roster, who looked fantastic, they add a guy like Zeke Elliott, right? And you're giving up thirds and fourth for that. To get the depth on your roster, just to be insulated, just to have that little bit of cushion in case something happens, or there's maybe you didn't look ahead, you have a really bad matchup in week 16 of your playoffs. Maybe somebody's playing uh, uh, the lights out defensive line or cornerbacks. These are the moves you want to make to put yourself in a position to win a championship because anything can change, and you don't want to be sitting there holding the bag week 17. Give yourself options, right? 100%. That's Go, what it's all you're about. in it. This is yeah. it. This is the end of the season. This is everything we've worked for for yes, all year. 13, 14 weeks comes down to this. This is the last week. Half your league's not going to be playing next week. Their season's over. Yeah. Start looking. Want- start looking at these things like your third round draft pick. Start looking at it as a fourth round draft pick. Like who? That's what it's going to be. You know what I mean? You're going to be so late in that thing. It's basically a fourth round draft pick. Start looking at this stuff like that and just shed it. Get some. Get yourself some depth. Yeah. Worst case, it's pick thirty two. Right. That's, that's, that's a terrible pick. I'm sorry. Those, the odds of third round picks being rosterable are under 50%, under 50%. Well under. Yeah. So just get somebody that can help. It doesn't matter if they're going to retire. If Zeke's like, this is it. This is the end of the line. Add him to your roster. And he, now he fits him a little bit better. He's about to be a starter running back, but look at those kind of situations everywhere. Like scour those teams that aren't making the playoffs. Look for the old guys on their rosters, yeah. throw thirds, fourth. Because this, the best part about it, when you have a trade deadline, something like along these lines, when people, a player has an old guy on their roster, 
Where before they're like, oh, I really want a third. Now you're throwing fourths and fifths, and they're like, I just want this guy on my roster. Like, I'll take anything at this yeah. point. Like, I held out long enough. He could have no value next year. See yeah, ya. I'm right. a 40-year-old virgin. This has got to end. <laughs> so, Zeke Elliott, fantastic ad, heavily involved in yep. the passing game. Going to see about 20, 20 to 22% target share on that team as well, and that's where his real value is because he does catch the ball very well. And if you look at last week's game, he did have some juice in there. It's some really nice cuts uh, along the line. So check that out. Marquise Brown, he's got a heel injury. Not considered likely to play this week. Uh, didn't, did he play no, last week? Not, not considered not serious. Considered likely serious. to play. He's probably going to no, play. But did he play last week? He, he sort of. He was there. He was there. He had three form. targets, zero receptions. Okay. Uh, and he then he left the game. So I don't know because his stat sheet was as good as Robert Woods and Juwan Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike Gusecki, who I had to start somewhere. Oh, God. I God. Sure Mike Gusecki was going <laughs> to. Can he just go anywhere else next year? Kansas City. Yes. <laughs> yes. Watch. Rich. next. They bring in a new coach and like tight ends awesome in New England next year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still holding I don't, I don't understand. I don't, like, I see the guy play. I'm mm-hmm. like, this guy could play some ball, but he doesn't play ball. He doesn't, he doesn't play any ball. Yeah. They don't let him play ball. Out. So they yeah, saw Marquise that gritty Brown and they're back. like, no, nah, we're not going to throw you the ball anymore. Yeah. We don't want to, nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see that. It was a bad gritty. To be fair, I don't want to see any gritties, to be honest. Yeah. With you. It's getting pretty old. And yeah. Mike, like, Sue's Justin Jefferson did it. My youngest son who plays sports. And yeah. it's all you want to do is a gritty. I'm like, all right. I'll, you know what? It remind I, me of Pan's Labyrinth. I would take a Justin Jefferson gritty right now. Fair. He's back, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's back. <laughs> Before we get to injuries, yeah, let's go yeah. through he's with injuries. Like four weeks. Uh, Brian Robinson. <laughs> Brian Robinson. He's got the ham in this hamstring injury. Seems like we got pulled. It was like a high uh, uh, hamstring strain. I mean, which usually means it's like a, a little bit worse. Yeah. So he's probably going to miss about two to three weeks. Puts Antonio Gibson in line to be the starting running back there. Another, another player you go out and get for like a third round pick. Another great guy to trade, right? I mean, and what's he, what's he best at? Catching passes. Oh, what do you know? Hey, hey, what do you know? So Antonio Gibson falls in that mold. So we talk about injuries. It's like, what is that? What is the offset of that? Like, yeah. where are we at? Like Antonio Gibson. I I missed. Oh, I, I want to get Zeke, but Zeke's on a playoff team. Is Antonio Gibson on a playoff team? Right. Add him to your roster. And and what about Chris Rodriguez? I mean, I know we didn't really like him in the pre draft process, yeah. um, but he's going to get. Probably he'll get run. some touches, and and I think he he'll great. do some more between the tackle stuff than we'll want. We'll want it to be mostly Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I don't think it's as big of a bump for Gibson as it is for Zeke, where you know Gibson will go. I don't know exactly what his share is, but let's say he's getting you know thirty percent. He'll probably get like fifty five percent, sixty percent maybe, but it'll be in the passing game especially. But Rodriguez is going to be annoying. I think he's going to be annoying. He's going to be annoying. That's why I wanted to mention him yep. before we just turn the yep. page on I that. thought he's... Yes, it it could be one of those things where Gibson gets 12 carries and he gets 10. Because because the thing is, he's not fast, but he is powerful. Yeah. And he's, he can move a pile. He can get dirty yards in, in between the tackles. I, I was hoping you were going to do the, the Space Jam reference there, where he's like, he's, I can't jump, but... I'm slow, but I'm slow. <laughs> he's, he's not fast, but he's also not powerful. <laughs> no, he does have some. He does have he some does. power. <laughs> oh, we have Christian Watson, another ham, hamstring injury. Those always linger. They he's been battling linger. this one though. He's right? looked good all season. Yeah. The whole the whole thing's just coming together for Green Bay. Like, the whole passing game is really just these Jordan past two games really good. Yeah. We'll talk Christian about Watson, him in a second. Yeah, Christian here, Watson's look good. Jaden Reed looks good. Dubs is dubs when he when he plays, but I mean, you hate him, but he he produces like I almost every week. I don't hate him. Well, you like him the least out of the group. I like all three of them. Yeah, it's just I think Luke Musgrave too is a solid option. I just like Jaden Reed like, yeah. a lot, and yeah. Christian Watson, who somebody's been like, Christian Watson's now like who's in that Jamison Williams kind of feel like. Oh, I hope I can want be him to be good. good. And I see good. Guys, do you guys see Jamison Williams on that roof? Oh, he looks like fast. Oh, you mean the end around? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Catch, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Catch, of course. But he I mean, looked, probably catch better than Quentin Johnson. But looked, I mean, well, he yes. looked fast, dude. He though, was man. burning too. You're like, oh, dude, that's not gonna go anywhere. And they get next second later, he's on the edge. He's, he's just gone. He's just got that. It was like 40 yards, wasn't it? Uh, it, I don't think it was. I don't think long, it, was, it was at twenty. It was yeah, like, it was 20, like 20, 20, yeah. 20, 20, 25 yards. But I mean, just so fast. It was all just blurry. another gear. <laughs> it seemed like forty to most people. <laughs> another gear. When when NFL dudes are taking really crap angles on you because yeah. you're that fast, there's something there. Yeah, for sure. Me. Well, there's always something there. You just have to put it together. But is it something? Something. And it's hard too when you're in like a playoff run. To, I'm, 
work that out. I'm pleasantly surprised. Not surprised. I'm, I'm, I like what I'm seeing right now. How about that? Jameson? Yeah. Yeah, when you've seen nothing. He's flashing. Yeah. He missed a whole year. He had a, a knee issue that, and you know. Gambling issue. Two years. Two and, and then a ga- years. gambling issue. And, and now he's, and he's starting to flash. So. So Christian Watson's starting yep. to flash again. Uh, he's looked pretty good. I mean, he's just, he's one of those big time playmakers, is what he is. And is. if that report grows with Jordan Love, uh, they have a really nice for a team that we've been like, who's going to be the Packers receivers? It's yeah. now it seems like we have a really good group here of a young quarterback, some good receivers. They can build on the defense and build that offensive line around them. Uh, but Christian Watson, he'll be week to week with the hamstring, and you never know when it's going to flare back. It's going to be a tough one too because if they were a team that was out of it. They might just kind of let him rest and get ready for sure. it. But this is this could be a real annoying one where they keep trying to push him back sooner than maybe keeps, he should. And the, and the yeah. Packers are typically one of the teams that are better about this kind of stuff. They yeah. hold, they tend to hold their guys out longer than most other franchises do. Uh, so we'll see how conservative or not they're going to be with this because they could definitely use him out there. But at what risk? Can you pick it? Ankle surgery? Uh, yeah. Tightrope, I think it was is that what it was. The tightrope surgery. Oh, he's getting. I didn't. I didn't hear it was actual surgery. Oh yeah. Surgery. Oh, okay, I missed that. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew he had the injury. I didn't know it was surgery. Yeah, he had it yesterday. I think. Yep. Okay, I quickly. missed that. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna miss a couple weeks there. So Mitch Trubisky's gonna step in. But this, you, let's clarify. This is one of those things where you get a high ankle sprain. It's gonna be maybe a six week injury, and then you get the surgery, and it's quicker. Right. Um, yeah. Right. This actually speeds up the time. So this does speed up the time frame. Yeah, so he's not out. They're not even putting him on IR. Right. So he'll be out for a couple of weeks. Derek Carr, he's a shoulder and concussion. I don't know what they're going to do there in Las Vegas. It seems like they should probably just tank the season and try and draft a quarterback because... It's gonna, I mean, it's going to be James Winston. They're booing But they're still Derek in Carr the playoff hunt. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> the division is so... Like, we talked about it before the it's, season. That division is going to be so bad that a team legitimately with a sub-500 record will probably win it. The, the whole conference is so bad. I think they're still in it for a wild card. Oh my Even if they don't win the they division. Might, that, that might be true. Um, Crazy. I'm Tyler pretty, Higby, concussion. Sure Mari Cooper, concussion. Uh, all those guys are likely to miss time. Derrick Henry was supposed to have a concussion. He didn't have a concussion. Tajay Spears looked pretty good. Came he looked good. Carried 100% of the carries. He looked pretty good. Yep. Uh, I'm real excited for Tajay Spears in 2024. I know. I was, I was hoping to see, like, the feature game finally where not that you ever want anybody to be injured, but Derrick Henry is going to miss one week because of, you know, concussion. We were going to get the featured game, but I mean, he still, he had 16 carries for 75 yards. Uh, this, this game in a tightly contested game, he had four receptions as well. So he looked good in his opportunities, but I was, I was excited for that game where I could just like sit down and see him play the whole game, really get in a rhythm, but you can get for a 24 first, do it. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still in on him. Absolutely. On injury report, Matt, <laughs> Justin Jefferson forever, forever. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess Aaron Jones is coming back. I yep. didn't even know it, that. I it's, didn't realize it's not that. official. Both both Jones and Goddard are not officially coming Goddard back. Goddard says playing. Says so about ninety percent. Yeah, but okay. both of these guys, based on their progress, looks like they're going to play. So we'll see. It's it's stuff when we do the show this early. Yeah, and usually you don't find out some when, of these guys. Wednesday is kind of the day when things start to drop. Yeah, and, and then Thursday is a big indicator. And speaking of which, before we get off injuries completely, um, Najee Harris missed practice today. They play on Thursday. He, he popped up with an injury today. Like he, he practiced Monday, missed today. So tomorrow is going to be a very important day sure. to figure him out as to whether or not he's going to play on Thursday night this week. So it might be uh, all Jalen Warren. Um, if he, if Man, this could be like the Matters worst, the worst Thursday night football game ever. Who are they playing? The Patriots. Patriots. Oh, Steelers and Patriots. I mean, backup quarterbacks, I mean, backup running backs, got defense, back. at least the root for there's some, yeah, it's, was it's, there just a game the other night that was really like terrible. The other Patriots game where it was six to zero. Well, yeah, the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> or the other one before that. <laughs> Dude, Brandon Steele's got to go, man. Uh, Starver said he's got that little neck and big head, looks like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> Who said that? Starvos, comedian. <laughs> I mean, I think I don't. You think if if they don't make the playoffs, he might be. Yeah, and it's not looking good for them because they're what yeah. five and seven. Dude, they'd have to win out at this. He's point. He's gone. Yeah. Ben, my prediction, Ben Johnson will be the quarterback or the uh, head coach of the L.A. Chargers. I mean, if 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 you have the choice between there and Carolina, you're, you're 100% picking the Chargers. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah, it's yeah. not even remotely. If the Chargers job comes open, it's a number one job available, without a doubt. To have Joey 
Yeah, they have not Joey Bosa, but Justin Herbert. You would, and have. You would also have Joey Bosa, yeah, Khalil Mack. Yeah, yeah that's to like be fair. Those defensive <laughs> linemen and, the, and those weapons. You know, I mean, you have Quentin Johnson. You got to take that, but maybe you can work something on it. You never know. Tell Austin Eckler does not look good, but let's Austin Eckler has got to be injured, right? Or he's it, he just catching up with him. He's not a, he's not a spring chicken anymore. He but is. he came back and had two monster games, and then he's been crap ever since again. Part of that was heavy receiving game, which I mean is his game. But hundred percent. But it, but it's not like he was doing anything special. Well, I mean, he had a couple catches this week for under twenty yards. His yeah. his rushing ability has been bad. Uh, so that looked good. But anyways, number one job. So let's get into uh, next topics. Yeah, we we started talking about it a little bit, and we 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 put the brakes on because it is a, an actual topic we really need to dig into. Uh, somebody mentioned it uh, on Twitter and was like, "Hey, a couple weeks ago, you guys were talking about." You know, we'll see what happens with Matt LaFleur. And now Aaron Jones is injured. Love hasn't played that well the past few weeks. Things aren't looking good, trending in the wrong direction, which is true. That was 100% what we talked about. But since then, especially these past two weeks, huge, huge wins over not just Detroit, but then the defending Super Bowl champ, Kansas City Chiefs. And a lot of that has been because of how well Jordan Love has played. He's been pretty accurate. Even some of the throws that you're like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, good play, good play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like everything seems to be working right now. Let's look at it specifically from the Jordan Love perspective. We can look at the, the other pieces as well. But specifically Jordan Love, with how young he is and him being quarterback nine this season. Is he quarterback nine? He's quarterback yep. nine on the season. So with how well he's played, his age and by the way, is his age. This this young core kind of developing around him. Where should he be as far as where should he be ranked? Where because be ranked? this looks legitimate. He's got for sure another year. He, he's looking like a legitimate starting quarterback that with his abilities could be fantasy wise an upper tier guy. You know, not not upper tier as in like top five, but obviously yeah. he can be a quarterback one. He's quarterback one nine right now. Right, absolutely. Um, it, it's tough for me because I'm looking. I let, I am a quarterback seventeen. Okay, which when I say that out loud, it feels way too low. Right. But then when I look at the, who I have ahead of him, let's talk about it. Who do you have ahead of him? Well, besides the obvious, you know, let's you know we're, we're not putting him ahead of Mahomes, Allen, sure. Herbert, Hertz, Burrow, Tua, Stroud, Lamar, Anthony Richardson. Uh, I guess we can start talking here. Trevor Lawrence. I'd still I think, take Trevor Lawrence. I think Lawrence has done, especially the past few weeks, he's he's kind of bounced back he's a little bit. He's done a similar Yeah, similar time frame. Yep. Yeah, where he's he's kind of bounced back. And yeah, I would take I would take Trevor. Justin Fields. I'd take Fields. Dak Prescott. Oh, Matt hasn't answered yet. I oh. I'm I think Jordan Love has already shown more as a passer. More consistency. Okay, maybe. Maybe. So I might be willing to put him above just because there's a lot of uncertainty around Justin Fields. There is, but but even if they're like, it's questionable who's the better passer, I don't think there's any question who's the better athlete. Not at all. So fantasy wise, dynasty. I don't, I don't, I I guess you could argue that maybe he's a hair safer. He's safer. And to be fair, that is, I guess what I'm trying to get around. I don't have, I'm looking at our, Overall values and dynasty nerds. I don't. I don't, know, I don't know where I have them in my rankings. I'm just going where we have them in dynasty nerds. Right yeah. Um, so this is the order that we have them ranked sure. combined. This is sure. our. This is our ADP. Cool. So Justin Fields, you would lean Jordan Love. Gary and I would lean Justin Fields. True. Dak Prescott. Dak. 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 Brock Purdy, current leader for MVP of the NFL race. Even though I was. Th- this week was a big one for me because he had played fantastic at home and terrible on the road. So for him to go into Philly and do what he did, now granted, oh, there was a lot else going on. Debo played out of his mind, you know, but he's, he's shown enough where it, it's it's pretty for me. It's pretty easy for me to pick Purdy. Purdy. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, I'm debating if I have Purdy, like if we have Purdy too low behind Dak and Justin Fields. It's a tough range. It's a tough range to go. Uh, so, okay. So Pur- I, I have Purdy above Justin Fields, just the record i don't again i'm just going off our adp so i might have to readjust that as well kyler murray kyler kyler 
This also feels too low for Kyler, but it, it, it's. I know. I think the, the problem is I, I need to move Kyler up because Kyler's below right now. Okay. And that's because I've got anti Kyler bias. Sure. So, I mean, we, all, we all know that. On, I'm anti if, you've, if you've listened to this show, you know that. <laughs> it's fine. So, Kyler. All right. Jared Goff. This is difficult. I just put him above Jared Goff. Just one spot above Jared Goff. Jared Goff isn't old enough yet for me to, like, he seems like an old quarterback. He's really not. He's, he's what, 29? He's got to be 29. Like, right like he's not super old. Yeah, let me check. So he still has a good, especially the way he plays, you could easily argue he plays for another decade. He's 29 years and two 29. months. Okay. So courtesy of the Dynasty GM, it just tells you everything you need to know. There you go. Right well, I guess there. I could have tapped right on him because I'm looking Tap at it right it. now. Yeah, go to player card. Tap bud. that. Tells you, right there. Tells you his age, his stats, where you're looking at. Oh my gosh. Look how good that player card is. That's about to get a huge upgrade, too. Uh, I'm going to stay with Goff. Goff has been, he's done it more consistently, and he's not an old guy. And he's got Sam Laporta. And he's got Sam Laporta and Amon Ross St. Brown. But Jordan Love has Luke <gasps> Musgrave. But he's got Sam <laughs> Laporta. <laughs> okay. Just uh, I'll joking. go Goff. What about you, Rich? Yeah, I'm going golf. You're going golf. Buy okay. hair. Just because I, I, he plays in the Dome. He doesn't play in Green Bay. He's got better weapons. His pass catcher running back is younger. Aaron no. Jones won't be on the team next year. So What happens when Ben Johnson leaves? Uh, they'll have somebody come over to uh, him. Uh, uh, probably the uh, quarterback's uh, coach or uh, something. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe it could change. I, I mean, that, it, it is something to could. always keep in mind is coordinator changes can change things. But uh, we've seen enough. I think ben, we've no, seen ben enough. Johnson. Dan Campbell's magic. got a good culture there. Magic, so. magic. magic. So last guy we have currently in overall values, and I go to my personal rankings kind of just here a little bit too, uh, is Deshaun Watson. Ooh. I already know Matt's answer, so we just got to scare you. I'm, hold on, I'm trying to find Deshaun Watson. Let me scroll down a little bit farther. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one's really, really tricky. Well, my, my rankings s- are most no, like have you seen? Like, have you seen Deshaun Watson throw a football? I know. that's He, he showed me one really good half. Uh, <laughs> The and, whole and then he got injured the, in the past two years. <laughs> and then he got injured. Uh, it's not close, guys. Don't make it close. I put. I just put Jordan Love ahead. It, it of is. It, it is not close. It is close. It's not close. Partly because of the. It's really close. It's because of the investment. It's not necessarily because of his play. It's because of the investment in the player. And he looked good the last the last two games that Sean Watson played. He looked good the Tennessee game and then he the game he. Uh, I am going to take Jordan Love. I'm going to take Jordan it's Love by a hair. Watson. No, don't even make it close. It's it's close. It's I just close. moved Jordan Love up a hair. He's a hair. He's a hair above Jordan Love. Because Watson's Jordan not old either. Watson's what, 28? You're, you're remembering the old Deshaun Watson. And you're remembering I, the to some extent, Deshaun Watson. But, and but we started to see we started to see it. And he's got that security hold, of that huge on. contract. Hold on. Let's do a little exercise. If you wiped all that clean and you saw a guy that looked like Deshaun Watson for the past two years, where would you have him ranked? Well, sure. If we want to remove a two thirds of his career, you could say that for let's, let's remove anybody's two thirds of their career and pick out the worst third. Like, yeah, but the worst third is what's going on right why now. Why is Justin Fields higher? Why is Kyler Murray higher? Why is Kyler Murray? Why is Ky- Kyler? I'm starting to bump up because he's starting to play well right now. You did your best, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who has, who has this time? I mean, where's, why is Anthony I, Richardson? I, under, I understand what you're saying. I, and he, he has. Justin or Jordan Love has played better. But we can't just automatically erase the history of what somebody's done. I know. I won't erase what he did. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, and that's fair. I, that's fair. And if you don't want him for that, I will never ever question that. Like I'm no, totally good with that. Just no, but no. Set that stuff aside. Like okay. honestly, look at him the way he's played for the past two years when he's played. Right, but I'm saying the past couple games bad. we started okay. to see that that old Deshaun Watson yeah. again. Okay, that's what's tough. Like you, if if we had never so seen, close it, to with seen it, no consistency. By the way, sure, none. Second half consistency. Okay. In the top court. So I think I think when he came back, he was in number two overall, like QBR, like quarterback. In the, in the third and fourth half. quarter. Yeah, of the, of the game. Which is when it matters. Well, either way, he's right there hey, for me and Gary. It's fine. You guys want to hang you. your head on Deshaun Watson. I did, you go no, right I put ahead. Love higher. I did put me Love too. higher. One spot I'm higher. just saying it's, I don't think we should be acting like we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and Sam Howell. Like, it's, it's close. It's not close. It's close. 
let the guys who know they're talking about Shyamalan. Okay, <laughs> it's close. All right, so I mean, good rise for Jordan Love. Very good, good rise, a good solid. I feel good about that top like twenty two quarterbacks because we even mentioned like Kirk Cousins right. uh, there as well. Yeah. So right. the the quarterback situation was looking murky. Even though you didn't mention Russell hurt. Wilson. I won't mess. I just trade. <laughs> I had to trade for Russ. In a I love the way that he has got just as much hate for Russell Wilson as I have for Deshaun Watson. Uh, yes, for completely different reasons, <laughs> though. Completely God, different he's reasons. such a douche. Um, <laughs> yeah, somebody sent that to him, too, by the way. Love it. And, and like, I, I'm in the Kings Classic League, and I'm in third place behind like Ryan McDowell and I think Curtis Patrick. And uh, Izzy Alcapaz, he's like, dude, you could use a quarterback because you have Kenny Pickett as your quarterback, too. And I was like, I know he's like, I'll give you Russ and Romeo dubs. And I was like, man, that's for my first, which would be a late first or a later first. And I'm sure. like, yeah, I mean, I get it. That's totally fair value. Super flex, tight end premium, bigger rosters too. It's nice that you don't have to give a quarterback back as well. Yeah. I just give, I gave just my first, nothing right. else. And I was like, I know, man. I was like, I'm not saying it's a bad offer. It's just I hate Russ, and I don't want to have to root for him whatsoever. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I think I'd rather just roll with Pickett. And then 45 minutes, because we're texting each other. You really are a curse, man. 45 <laughs> minutes later, it's been bad. Kenny Pickett has to get his ankles get surgery on it. So this morning I accepted a trade, and now I have Russell Wilson on my Kings Classic League. I got to start him. Yeah. I also got a Sean Watson Dude, on the league, too. Keep, and I got Brock Purdy. Keep everyone's name out of your mouth, please. It's true. No, oh, and I sent a text message. Oh, man, those Ravens players are looking really good. They're all <laughs> playing the Browns are playing next week. That's exactly. what talking about. Yeah, whoever's ahead of the Browns in the standings. No, we're, we're, playing the, we're playing the Jaguars. Oh, that's true. You, you, already, already, cursed them. you already got them. Mission accomplished. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But I want to win the division. So, man, Lamar is looking Dude, healthy and and, wait, and right after that is is the Texans, and you you just you just X oh tanked out. Oh, my gosh. Look at you, Rich. You won't say anything about my boy at quarterback. You're, say you're the Grim Reaper. You're on I'll the give ball. him a first for Nico Collins. <laughs> <laughs> right now, go out. Oh, oh, so. no. I need Nico too many places. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Tight end position. You know, we're talking about the quarterback positions looking good. You could you could say this is the healthiest from a dynasty perspective. Where I've been playing dynasty now for almost 20 years, and in 20 years, I've never seen it turned a corner where there was more than like three or four consistent guys. And I think what I said before that when I was like studying these tight ends, I was like, I think this will be the draft class that changes the time. It's true. You the did, dynasty you did landscape. That. I think this, this class is that good that we'll finally see some change. And I think we really are about to see that, that with a, a Brock Bowers coming as well. When you look at the class right now, the TJ Hawkinson uh, up there, Travis Kelsey's old, but still valuable. I think, his values made all time low because now he's talking to mention retirement. He's thirty three years old, dating a pop star. Yeah, I mean, if you're not, if you don't have him on, I mean, this offseason, if I have Kelsey, I'm trading him for whatever I could possibly get. Uh, but yeah, Sam Laporta, Dalton Kincaid isn't at Laporta level yet. No, but, but he's looked really good. I expect a, a big step forward for him in 2024, like when Gabe Davis gets off that roster, like a mm. massive step forward for him there. Mark Andrews, Evan Ingram's with a contract with Jacksonville. He's kind of take a big step forward. Kittle's just Kittle, but now you enter Trey McBride. Jake Ferguson's looked really yep. good Jake in had, Dallas yeah. out there. Yep. Luke Musgrave has a, a chance to take that big step forward there. Kyle Pitts is still Kyle Pitts. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the, another team that could end up with a new head coach this year. More importantly, a new quarterback. Right. So... That he's still in that conversation. Is it so, more important? I was going to say, is it more important? That's what I'm. I'm I think the coach leaving. Both. Yeah, I want. Both. Yeah, I mean, we want they both. FedEx this ass out of this. We want both, but if if Ben Johnson down there, and then you oh. add Kirk Cousins. Oh, with Justin Fields or Justin Fields, either one. Oh, six to midnight. Oh. Look at you guys. I mean, all the Falcons. I I can't stand up. <laughs> That'd be so good. So Laporta, McBride, Kincaid. Goes in with Kelsey, Andrews, Hawkinson, Kittle. I would bump Kelsey way down. Kittle would be at the back end of that tier for me. How are you guys looking at how are you guys looking at these guys? Is is there an argument for Sam Laporte to be tight end dynasty with tight end one? I put him there a few weeks ago or almost a month ago. He's now. my tight end two overall. Remember right Hawkinson. I still have Hawkinson at my number one. I, and I do think I switched I, I kept switching them back and forth. 
they in my dynasty rankings it's been like oh Tarkinson oh now it's Laporta oh now it's Hawk. like I've had a really hard time distinguishing the two. They're, it, they're both fantastic. They are fantastic, and I no think the, are, the, as you say, there's not really a wrong answer. Those guys are so solid. Give me the youth. I was gonna say, but but Laporta's four years younger, and 22. he's doing it already, right? I mean, like so so I think I think the trajectory is that he he obviously has more potential, right? I mean, it took Hawkinson a while to get there, but he's definitely there. But Laporta might already kind of be almost right at his nipping at his heels with surprisingly consistent too. I think that's the big thing is like, you know, we see this at a rookie sometimes where, Oh, they had the two touchdown game. Like Laporta's had very, very few games all year where he hasn't been at least solid, if not great, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's a big thing for me is I just can't believe how consistent he's been at such a young age. He's a bowling ball uh, coming out of Iowa. Had all those injuries, but when he got the ball in his hands, he was absolutely lethal, and he looks the same way here in the pros. You have a head coach that's a former tight end that knows exactly how he wants to use this player. He offsets everything else they have in that roster perfectly. Mm-hmm. Good luck trying to buy Laporta. Almost he's, impossible. He's 100% the kind of player that I would overpay for uh, to solidify that position. But with the depth now, like, do you – would you overpay for him or do you go for McBride say, and Kincaid? Or do you just go ahead and go get McBride and Kincaid? I tried to pull that route with Kincaid and somebody's like, yeah, you're going to have to overpay to get. And, and that's rightfully so. Because if you have Kincaid, you're watching what he's doing. And you're like, yeah, this next year's is good. So, so I think we, sure. we kind of said that it's, it's Laporta and Hawkinson. Are they in their own tier? Then at this point, dynasty wise, or is McBride sneaking in there? Is Andrews in there? I don't is, think Andrews is at, at 28. I don't think he's there. Well, I don't know what you guys, guys are even going on. You guys need to go look at your rankings because we have, we have Travis Kelsey here as our tight end four and our overall nerds. I know that's not me because I, I've it, always it, ranked him pretty And well. it ain't me because I, well. I have him low as well. So there's only one guy up there <laughs> it could be. But go answer your question. I think Hawkinson and Laporte. I have him as my tight end six. As tier one. I have him as my sixth tight end, so it's not me either. Okay. Well, Pulling him up to four. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see how it works because I have him at five. Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Rich. Busted. <laughs> I'm going to move him down behind Trey McBride. Ahead of Dallas Goddard. It was me. It was me. And I'm going to move Evan Ingram up ahead of Cole Komet. Oh, don't do that. Too late. <sighs> Dang it. I got to move Jake Ferguson up ahead of... Would you put Ferguson ahead of Kittle? No, not yet. Not yet. All right. Sorry, guys. Let me readjust this. It was me. <laughs> um. So, yeah, tier one for me. It's funny that he said he's the problem. It's him. I, I know. Mean, it's it's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Dude, I speak first, <laughs> think second. It's the whole way of my life. It's why I'm always in trouble. It's why I'm always uh, getting yelled at by people. All right. So so what's the next tier then? Because honestly, for me, I, hours. I, I, I put the, well, we'll see. I, I put this tweet out because I was curious how far people had Laporta and McBride apart. And Laporta won fairly easily. It was it was like 75% Laporta. So pretty consistently Laporta. But the one thing I will say that has me really considering Trey McBride right up there is the difference right now in, even though Laporta is incredible, he is probably always going to be second fiddle to Amon Ra. Yeah. Will that be the case with McBride? Now they could draft somebody. They could yeah, easily Marvin draft. Marvin Harrison Jr., dude. But right now. Dude. But right dude. now, are they going to be in the spot to do it? Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. Will they be in a spot to do it? We'll see. Okay. Malik Neighbors. This wide receiver class is it's, it's a fantastic class. All I'm saying is. I've been looking at some of these wide receivers, by the way, these last couple weeks, and oh my goodness. It's a super fun. I class. can't wait to dig in. Oh, I it's a not, super fun. I class. Dude, dug in they're big. They're, they're athletic. Fast, they're, yeah. They run good routes. They don't drop the football. It's a really, really good class. Rome. Uh, Rome uh, Romo Dunze. Dunze out of Washington. Thing is, he's not a. He, he's an interesting one because he's not a freak athlete. But man, he does everything right. Dude, his routes are crisp. So like he just crisp. gets open. Like yes. he just looks good. He does everything the right way. His ball skills are fantastic. Like, we talk about Keon Coleman in weeks. I know, and he's like a six four freak. That's gonna be interesting. So back to tight ends. Yes. Uh, anyway, so so that's what has me really considering McBride in that same. T- I'm not necessarily saying ahead, but in that same tier as those guys, 
because I really see a route to him potentially being the next Travis Kelsey in role form. Maybe maybe he won't put up the same numbers, but where he truly is the number one option in the offense. Marvin Harrison Jr. We'll see, but it, we we do this kind of stuff all the time where we say they're definitely drafting this guy. Yeah. And then they win too many games or lose too many games or trade this guy or new coach. Like so many things could happen. And if obviously if it's Marvin Harrison Jr., he's the number one. He's gonna automatically be one of the best receivers in the NFL from the rip. Yeah, I'd put him but, I'd put him right after CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, I'm having a hard time between him and Garrett Wilson, honestly. Oh, I'll take him over Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I'm having a hard time between those two. Definitely if he has Kyler. Yeah. So, so I, w- I, will, let, I will let the, the landing spot determine that. But, I mean, on talent alone, he's better than Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Oh, I, nerd score, he will be far and away yeah. the highest wide receiver nerd score we've had. Yeah. Since, since we couldn't do it, Calvin Johnson. Correct. No way to ever. I mean, I cannot wait till I see somebody that's better than Calvin Johnson coming out. As a prospect? Man. We're, we're going to have to take the next genetic leap as a species. It's going to happen. To, it to always, for, <laughs> for it always that happens. <laughs> so, yeah, the tight end market's pretty good here. I mean, I would bump Kelsey out. So, the second tier for me, if you had Laporta, Hawkinson, I'm looking at Dalton Kincaid. Yep. I'm looking at Mark Andrews, who's still not 30 yet. So, I guess he's, still, he's 28, though, and he... He's still Lamar's that number that one yeah, option. He, he still You're produces. Right. You're right. I'm still putting Kyle Pitts in that tier because of his athletic ability and potential. And then I'm putting Trey McBride in that tier. I have McBride over Pitts at this point. And that's totally fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Take the juice now. Yeah. So, but that that's my tier. And then right after that would be Kelsey, Goddard, Evan Ingram, Cole Komet. Yeah. I think that's fair. So, yeah, this is the healthiest, which is funny because I know some of these guys are injured. But, like, when you look at the overall health of the position, like, Players that you can actually get that will contribute all time. It's the best that we've seen in years. Long, years. I mean, long I, time. All time. It's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a class that um, everyone sees what kind of impact Travis Kelsey's had, mm-hmm. and they've been trying to find that guy. Yeah. I mean, that, it's a copycat league. So it, it's finally starting to catch on that if you have one of these guys that's a move tight end that is a big time well, difference maker, it's it's huge for your offense. It opens up so kill, much they stuff. They dominate the yeah. scene, well, dude. And, they and dominate you s- it. It takes a few years, too, for things to work their way up through the pipeline. Oh, yeah. Because it has to be recruited. It, it has to be groomed that way yep. in high school and through yep. college. And, like, so once we started seeing, I, I think it really maybe even started with Bill Belichick and Rob Gronkowski. Could when, yeah. when he was just being used different. Antonio like, he Gates. was the, the focal point. Antonio Gates was right in that same era. And I, some of these big athletic guys were like, Maybe I should play tight end. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like what we've seen from running back to wide receiver, where it used to be your best athletes play running back. No, no, not anymore. Your best athletes play wide receiver yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's, it, and I think we're starting to see that same kind of thing where they're seeing how much of an impact it's having at the NFL level. So, you, you know, it's these younger groups are now more willing to invest in and put the time in at the tight end position. Like my, my, my son's starting to grow a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's playing some basketball. It's just like a, you know, league for a school or whatever. Sure. So they just have like these kids come in that are high school kids and they ref and everything. Yeah. There's a kid that, I mean, we, the, the town in front of him is all football, right? Uh, and, and just won their state championship. Just won their state championship. Oh yeah. Um, there's this kid that's six foot four, six foot five. Yeah. And the, the they just won the state championship. They, they were doing all this football stuff. So I know the kid doesn't play football. But I'm looking at him. He's six foot five. He's big, a big kid. I'm like, they need. To, why the heck is this kid not playing tight end for us right, right now? Because he would be, he would dominate. And that's and and that's the kind of thinking that I think is getting in everyone's brain at all these kind of schools where they're just like, yeah. that guy shouldn't be playing basketball. He's six foot five. He's never going to be anything. He's not going to be a power forward. He's never going to be level. a power forward. That he's he's topped off as far as growth, as far as height. Go go play tight end, and you you could be a huge difference maker. And yeah. and like, it's not even that hard to sell. You know what I mean? Because no. these kids see the, the tight ends being used more and more. And those and, guys used to be outliers. Yeah, they it were. Was, it started with you know you, well you had the Dickas, um, and then from there you went to Ozzie Newsom, mm-hmm. and then from there you went to Tony Gonzalez, 
the former basketball player, yeah. and then kind of evolved in that. And, and it, you said that the Rob Gronkowski, like I thought that was a draft class was going to change. You had Aaron, Aaron uh, Hernandez in there too. Know, and Jermaine Gresham was a first round pick in that draft class for Cincinnati. Jimmy Bengals. Graham, I believe, was in that same class. Jimmy Graham too. was Jimmy in that Graham class. Jimmy Graham was definitely well. in that class. So that Jimmy was a game cl- game. That was a class that kind of really like took a step forward. <laughs> he scored points like seven or eight points this week. <laughs> he did. He had a touchdown. <laughs> Good old Jimmy Game Game. I saw game him. Game. I was like, Jimmy Graham. And dad, my, my youngest son's like, he used to be really good, right? I was like, he used to be really good. Really by, which, good. by the way, should have been Jawan Johnson. All right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Over. I know. Uh, do we have time for one last subject here? Uh, I don't know. Where, where are we at? We're, we're over an hour. Uh, okay. Maybe uh, maybe we'll see. Yeah, let's, well, let's Because this is a pretty evergreen topic that we can talk about at any point. Let's, yeah, let's, let's bump it. I like, I like this, uh-huh. uh, even though it has to do with trades. Maybe we'll bump it to the nerd herd real quick. We could do that. All right, so we're back next week. Good luck to everybody in, you know, trying to fight for that last playoff spot. Make some moves. Get it done. Remember, there's only one thing that matters in this game. One thing only. And it's the titles. Winning it's the ships. Yep. It's the titles. So whatever you have to do to get that title, that is what you need to do. Now, I'm not talking about making doing something foolish of like giving up, you know, a, a, a complete lopsided trade. But if you're going to lose a trade just a little bit to help you win a title, yeah. worth it. Totally. Win the title. Yep. He'll be remember second place. Unless it's I, you. I, I can't remember if I ever won second place. Oh, I do. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>